Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven. Oh yeah, um, happy Monday, guys. We took a little break last week because yep. weekend was mega busy. We we're swamped, but we're excited <laughs> to be back. <laughs> I sound like an old woman. I like that word. Um, so yeah, we're super excited about today's topic, um, which we will get to later, but we want to do a little life update per usual. Oh yeah. Um, not like a lot is going on right now, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, we just, just yeah, we just, we have, how many weeks of school do we have left? Three, I think. So yeah, that is three. crazy. We you will be. Your, then we have exams. You yeah. have your AP exam. Yeah, in two weeks from yeah. yesterday. Christina was brave and decided to take an AP class this year. <laughs> I did not. Um, but we just signed up. I'm, we're taking like a bunch next year, I feel like. Yeah. Because we got into that like old school. school. Um, that's besides the point. So, yeah. Um, not much. We're recording this on Friday. Yeah. It'll go up on Monday. Uh, we went to a baseball game today. We did go to the baseball game. Um, we lost. <laughs> That's okay. Three to two. They did yeah. great. So, I mean, other than losing, they didn't, like, they did not bad. Yeah. Um, what else has been recent? We had Easter a couple weeks ago. We did ago. have Easter. We had a, a long weekend ago. for that, so that was nice. Was my sisters are break. in town also, which is super fun. fun. Yeah. Um, for, well, one of my sisters left, like, Monday, Tuesday. I don't even remember, actually. Sorry. Um, and then my other sister Sarah's here for like three weeks, which is super fun. So, so fun. Tonight they we went to my brother's house after the baseball game and uh, had dinner and stuff, and then watched another baseball game on TV. <laughs> we sound like we baseball fans. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> we just. I mean, kind of. I guess whatever. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm yeah. something I'm not. Yeah. Um, We're all about authenticity. Is that, is that how you pronounce that? On this podcast. Yeah. Anyway. That's just like a little yeah. Thing that Anything else today. from our weeks? I don't think so. I don't even remember Me this. Me neither. Week. This yeah. week I was like, I feel like I don't remember anything. Yeah. As soon as we hit record, everything went out of my brain. That's so. actually really true. I have been. I listened to this podcast a couple weeks ago by Sadie Robertson, the Will That's Good podcast. If you uh, know, you know. Um, it was with some guy. I don't even know his name. <laughs> I didn't even listen to the whole thing, but like. On Sadie's podcast, she always asks her guests, like, what's one big piece of advice? And his piece of advice was to, like, mix in with whatever you're reading in your Bible, the Psalms and Proverbs. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that lately. Um, just, like, one Psalm and Proverbs. Wait, who was on the podcast? <sighs> Levi. Oh, Levi. Le- yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. go. Him. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> which is good. And I think what he was saying is the Psalms are to teach you to worship. Mm. And the Proverbs are to teach you wisdom. And who doesn't need more worship? Who doesn't need more wisdom? So I thought that was really good. Um, so I've been reading that. And then I've also just been kind of like jumping around. Other books. That's really good. Yeah. 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 Um, I've been reading Ephesians. I also feel like I've been jumping around lately. Yeah. Um, but I read the other day, I'll read it, in Ephesians 3, verse 20 to 21. Not to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we could ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Um, that was just really Good. encouraging because I feel like life lately has just been like unpredictable and just yeah. like exhausting in a lot of different aspects. Um, but it was just like nice when I read this to feel like the Lord reminding me, yeah. like I'm doing something greater than like what you see on the horizon. Yeah, um, it's really good. So, yeah, I've been reading through Ephesians. That's good. But, yeah, do you um, want to start 
talking about it? Sure. Anything? So this week, we wanted to talk to you guys about difficult conversations, mm-hmm. which is something that we're not, like, perfect at. Everything we talk about on our podcast, we're not like, oh, we've mastered it's this. It's just something, whatever. like, as we're learning, we right. want to, like, share with you guys. Um, because just, I, like, think there's, I think there's something, like, I feel like there's something really powerful about, like, sharing what we're learning as we're learning it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, have this, you don't have to have everything all figured out right. to be able to share it with other people. Yeah, you don't always have to be, like, teaching other people. You can just be, like, I don't know, just, like, sharing. And I feel like it also, like, opens the door for accountability, too, you know? Right. Like, when you're not saying, oh, I'm the master at this area of life, but, like, oh, I'm learning, and you're also learning, too. It's like, let's learn and grow together. And I think a lot of the times, like, even in, like, the church and stuff, we can feel like we need to put on, like, this facade of, like, I have it all together, like, I know all this stuff but like I think there's a lot of freedom found when you can kind of like tear down that yeah like wall it's really true um so yeah when we were praying about our topic this week I feel like we both really felt the need to talk about having difficult conversations um because I feel like difficult conversations are just a part of life right and a part of doing life with people because we're sinful people having relationships having relationships with other sinful people um and I feel like a lot of times we feel like difficult conversations or the need to have a difficult conversation is our, um, like our sign to quit on something or our sign to quit yeah. on somebody. Um, but I think that having difficult conversations means that you're doing something right in your relationships. Yeah. I agree. I think like Facing the conflict, even though it's hard, will lead to a stronger bond between you, whether it's in, like, a friendship or a relationship with, like, whoever. Um, but, yeah, difficult conversations are just a part of life. Like, yeah, because you have to, like, step past your pride almost to do it. Definitely. And it kind of shows the other person, whether it's, like, in a relationship or in a friendship or, like, with your family, um, it shows, hey, like, I want to fight for this relationship and I want to fight to like make this better and for us to be better it can be really powerful and it's definitely it will be awkward like you know and like but we need to step past that push past past the awkward yeah um and we have hard conversations for a multitude of reasons whether it's like confronting somebody if they hurt you or apologizing when you know you hurt somebody else um or like calling out each other's sin like that Mm -hmm. that's a hard conversation that um sometimes we need to have with each other um but I think the first step in this is recognizing the need for difficult conversations yeah like maybe you see there's like a split in like we'll just talk about friendships for example like a split in your friendship or things are just like weird and you feel like you need to maybe face like did something happen did I do something to hurt this person Mm -hmm. and like, you have to kind of own up to it, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, why do you think hard conversations are so necessary to having good relationships? I just think it makes your relationship a lot stronger, and it, like, takes you to a deeper level because it requires so much humility and, like, stepping past your own pride. Mm-hmm. And it requires forgiveness and confrontation, which a lot of us, you know, hate it. Mm-hmm that's not, like, how we're naturally wired to be is, like, people who are humble and, like, forgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, But in Christ, that's who we are called to be. So I think it's really just something that, like, makes your relationship a little bit stronger. What do you think? Um, 
I think that you, like, hit the nail. Hit the nail on the head. Is that the saying? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, with that, but, yeah, I think, I think having hard conversations also shows, like, our love for each other. Yeah. Um, like, even when the Bible talks about, like, calling out each other's sin, right. for example, like, that's, like, a really awkward conversation to have. Yeah. Um, and a really hard conversation to have. But, like you said, it takes us on such a deeper level on our relationships rather than, I feel like a lot of the times lately, just in, like, general, I guess, and especially in high school, we build a lot of, like, our connections on common ground. Um, So, like, oh, we like the same TV show or we, like, play the same sport or whatever. Um, And I think that a lot of us are, like, settling for surface-level friendships and relationships when we could have so much more if we were willing to, like, step past the awkward and, like, say hey like this is what I've been through and like this is a really hard thing for me or I think another thing we do is like we quit on relationships so fast yeah I think this person hurt me like I'm gonna go like talk bad about them behind their back and not be friends with them yeah like and this just like this day and age I sound like literally (laughs) grandma um like cancel culture all that and like we can just be like, oh, this person's toxic like they hurt me Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna not talk to them anymore I'm gonna just cut them out of my life and like I'm not saying there's not a time and place for, like, setting boundaries, healthy mm-hmm. boundaries with people. That's very important. But I think it's very easy for us to just, like Katie said, like, just quit on a relationship. Yeah. Um, because we feel like, oh, this person hurt me. Mm-hmm. But there's so much power in yeah, that's really true. not quitting. That's really true. So... A lot of the time, we can have unhealthy, difficult conversations. That's kind of, like, our natural Mm -hmm. inclination is to approach it from not the right way. Um, I feel like, yeah. though, another word, like, a synonym for unhealthy, difficult conversations is, like, arguing. Right. Um, Or, like, fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the time, most of this is rooted in pride and Mm -hmm. wanting ourselves to be right. And that's just how we naturally are. Yep. But um, part of as we grow in Christ, as we're sanctified, is stepping past that, laying ourselves down and being humble. Yeah. Um, So some characteristics of like a difficult conversation that's approached in an unhealthy way could be like blame shifting. Um, taking no responsibility. Mm-hmm. Taking responsibility is hard. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. when you feel like you've done nothing wrong. Right. Um, I, a lot of the time, like 99% of the time, any um, like disagreement is typically on both sides. Like any problem in a relationship has like two sides to mm-hmm. it. Um, and so no person should be like shifting the blame because both people are responsible. Yeah, it's really hard to, like, look at things from the other person's perspective, but that's really important Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, Another characteristic is being defensive when you're told you do something wrong. I always remember, like, when my sisters and I were younger and we would fight, and, like, if we ever were like, oh, like, Katie did this, and, like, it made me mad or whatever, like, I'd always so quickly defend myself before actually listening to what they were saying. And my mom would always be like, no, like, stop trying to think about, like, how you're going to defend yourself before actually opening your ears to listen. Um, yeah. And that's always just, like, really stuck with me. And I've carried that into, like, a lot of conversations and relationships. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to just be like, oh, well, I did this to this person because they did this to me. And that's mm-hmm. just, like, an endless cycle. And honestly, that reminds me of, like, 
in Genesis, um, like the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve sin, and they're all blame shifting. Adam is like, oh, I did it because my wife told me to, and Eve yeah. is like, I did it because the snake He's told right. me to, whatever. Um, so blame shifting goes all the way back, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and being defensive but another thing is like gossiping about it it's very easy to take it to someone especially I feel like we all maybe have a friend who we can like take things to and you know they will always like agree with you take your side and like yeah to have people one agree with us and two like take our side yeah so it's like even if we really did something wrong we'll like we'll have that person that will be on our side like no like this was justified yeah and And it makes us feel better about our sin that is so annoying what they did whatever yeah um it's like teaming up against the other person basically because you have all these people on the one side that you told about it about whatever it was that happened yeah and Um, then it can affect their view of that person yeah it's hard um or even acting like you're not offended but being passive aggressive about it yeah um i feel like i see that a lot i mean i i've done that before too i'm not saying that i don't but i feel like that's yeah yeah definitely like don't sweep it under the rug because that does nothing good that only just like roots bitterness in our heart like it just like plants the seed of bitterness in our heart and it grows and then soon we're like annoyed with everything somebody did and then they're like are you okay? Like, did I just want to offend you? And you're like, no, no, like, it's fine. Nothing happened. But really, you're, like, internally, like, they did this and never apologized. Yeah. And, like, being on the other side, you can be like, like, I didn't know I did anything wrong. Like, you may have absolutely no clue. And then this person is like, you know, whatever, like, maybe stepping away from your friendship. And you're like, wait, like, what happened? Mm -hmm. Like, if you never end up confronting them about it. Mm -hmm. um another thing could be like dismissing the other person's feelings so a lot of the time we can get really like self-centered and caught up and we just kind of forget the other person is a person too like they also again have a different perspective on the situation Mm -hmm. they have their own thoughts about this feelings like I maybe have hurt them in ways that I don't even know about right yeah what out of um we just did what like four or five things yeah I don't know how many um what do you think you like fall the most into do you think um, either of those? probably i immediately become defensive when someone told me that, that i did something wrong <laughs> i'm always like well i have an excuse mm-hmm. or like whatever and that's definitely like all like heart if i'm issue. ever doing something like wrong or like that i know i'll probably get confronted about in my head i'm like already um thinking of like, a defense for myself. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I just want somebody to I even say something about it. So, like, let me just think of it now. Um, and that's not right, and I definitely want to work on that. Or even, like, when we talked about, like, acting like you're not offended but being passive-aggressive mm-hmm. about it, sometimes we can feel like we have a, like, a right to, like, be mean to this person or, like, be passive-aggressive. Yeah. Um, because, like, yeah. Offended. That's true. Um, we really want to... Uh, make this practical so we wrote out eight steps Mm -hmm. slash tips to having healthy difficult conversations to having those um like breakthrough hard conversations that will take your friendships and relationships to a deeper level um and the first one that we want to start with because it's the most important thing and it's so cliche um, but it's to pray about it. It's good, though. It's- yeah. Um, I know, like, we hear all the time, like, pray first. Like, prayer is often our last resort, and it should be our first response. But, like, actually, like, think about that. Because, like, I feel like prayer changes our hearts, and prayer yeah. changes our perspective. Um, 
So I would say like don't try to have that conversation without breathing and praying first. Like in the heat of your emotion or in the heat of your hurt. Um, Pray for wisdom and pray for peace and that the Lord would guide that conversation. Yeah, definitely. And another thing I would say is really just like be prayerful that like the Holy Spirit will help you when you're in the midst of that conversation to watch your words because like this is something that I'm learning is it's so important like um Proverbs twelve eighteen says the words of the reckless pierce like swords but the tongue of the wise brings healing like throughout over and over again in the Bible it's like a gentle a soft answer turns away wrath like all these things mm-hmm. so we need to be really careful about our words our tone all that stuff and praying for eyes to see the other perspective yeah like praying that you won't build up this wall of your own opinion and your own defense. Um, but that the Lord would really help, like, I've been praying this, that the Lord would really help me see, like, the perspective of somebody else. And that I wouldn't be just so, like, defensive for myself. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, I would also say just, like, pray that the Lord will show you, like, the depths of your heart and, like, your motivations. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the time we can like do a really good job of like lying to ourselves and convincing ourselves that we're in the right and like oh like I I'm motivated out of like like the reason I went and told all these other people about this person's problem is just so that like they could know and walk alongside that person but really that was gossip whatever yeah um so just praying like Lord show me my true heart and motivations (laughs) Um, like, show me any, if there's any pride or self-righteousness in my heart. Like, analyze your own heart. Yeah. Um, as you approach the conversation. Yeah. One verse that kind of comes to mind is Matthew 7, 5, and it says, you, or wait, I'm going to start a little bit earlier. Matthew 7, 3. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your own brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time we can get, like, really caught up in, like, other people's, like, mistakes or, like, ways they fall short. And we get so caught up in that that we forget, like, we also are sinful. Right. We also make mistakes and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think prayer really reminds us of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the second one is to seek advice and wise counsel. Uh, there's something so powerful about having like older women in the faith. Yeah. Or if you're a boy, older men in the faith, like <laughs> speaking into your life. I don't think literally any boy is in this part. That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's something so powerful, powerful about having like those older, wiser people who have, um, been Christians longer speak into your life. And I know we yeah. have multiple people in our lives who... Yeah. Um, speak into our lives, whether it's, like, for me, it's um, a couple of our teachers and one of my young, or I guess all my young life leaders, but one of my yeah. young life leaders in particular, um, and my mom. Yeah. Like, I feel Pretty like those are the people too. that I go to. Like, if I'm having a conflict with somebody, then I can say, hey, like, how do you think I should approach this? Yeah. Um, and often, like, our mentors, and, pe- like, there are also often people outside of the conflict and they can help you also see like the other perspective right I think that's really important and also just like people you know they've walked through more life than we have and it can be really easy for us to think like we know it all but like really we don't and like there are people who have learned 
like, they've been through things like this, um, like, difficult situations, whatever, and have learned stuff from it, and they can pass that along to us. Do you remember, I don't even know if you remember this, I think it was either last school year or the beginning of the school year, um, and we were having, like, a conflict with somebody, and we went into one of our teachers, and we were, like, talking about it, and we had already, like, made up in our minds, like, this way, do you know what I'm talking about? This way that we were gonna handle the conflict, and we are just like, no, we're just, like, not gonna be friends with them anymore, like, they're just like not beneficial to us and we're just not gonna be friends with them anymore and we oh talked gosh, to yeah, our teacher miss brush she was on one of the yes episodes. go listen to that episode if you haven't guys. um really and good. she like just like no like you guys should do this like yeah. not like scolding us but just right. like, giving us like wise advice yeah and we were able to like take that and listen to that and now we're like better because of it I feel like yeah definitely and I encourage you guys like maybe you feel like if you think about who's like um someone who could be wise counsel in my life and you no one's really coming to your mind I would say seek out someone who can like mentor you and like give you wise counsel um I found that like at my church like women there um teachers at school like we were saying like our parents whatever but I would just really encourage you to seek someone out. And, like, it might be awkward to be, like, hey, like, I don't even really know you that well. But, like, this is something that I'm going through and, like, I need help. I need right. advice. But, like, almost, like, all the time I feel like the other person will, like, gladly come alongside mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And they can also, like, pray with you and for you too. Yeah. Which that's super powerful. That's very powerful, yeah. Our next step, um, number three, is to approach them privately. So whoever you're in the conflict with – um, like, don't, like, walk up with the rest of your friends or, like, do it in, in front of a crowd or, like, all that. Because, number one, that's, like, embarrassing for them. And, like, you know, you don't want to, like, change other people's opinion of them, like, you know, when... And it's intimidating and unnecessary, yeah. like, dragging other people. It's just, like, how we said, unhealthily arguing is, like, gossip. Right. So this is kind of, like, the opposite of that. Yeah approaching it not dragging other people into the conflict who don't need to be into it yeah um yeah that's good and that includes like like we said like not talking about it not sharing it with a bunch of people yeah which is different that's sharing it with other like your friends and like talking about it where you're like talking bad about the other person is different than seeking advice yeah we need to clarify that that clarification um yeah those are those are two different things and it's a something we have to be careful of, like walking that line. Right. Um, number four is say, I'm guilty of this. Like, I have to work on this to be better about this. Is don't say, like, you did blah, 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 blah. Like, say rather than that. Oh, this made me feel like. Because when you start a sentence with, you did this, it immediately sets the other person up to defend themselves. Yeah. Like, if somebody is, like, coming at me and, oh, well, you said this, which, like, made me mad. Like, I automatically am, like, well, whoa, hold on there. Like, yeah. let me explain myself. Let me defend myself. Um, but if we start with, oh, when you did this, this made me feel like this. Was this your intention? Right. I think there's something, like, powerful about asking did you mean to do that? Yeah. And that kind of, like, puts it on us almost. Not that, like, we always need to take the blame in a situation, but, like, just having humility. So we're kind of like, this is on me. Like, I'm going to apologize even if I feel like I did nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, Which is 
powerful. Mm -hmm. Again, or, like, another thing that I'm trying to say more is, like, please help me understand. Like, please help me understand what you meant when you said this. Because we may have just, like, misinterpreted something someone said. That's so much of our And, like, thought about it for days and been, like, they, like, must hate me. They said this, like, mean thing about me. When really, they just said it in, like, the heat of a moment, didn't even think about it. Yeah. Or, like, if in the middle of class and some, like, everybody's just trying to be funny and then something that actually, like, hurts you. Or, like, taking it too personally. I feel like something I do sometimes is, like, oh, they hate me because of this. Yeah. But, like, really, they don't. Right. (laughs) So, there's something really powerful about asking questions. Yeah. Um, within our difficult conversations. And kind of stemming from that, our next little tip is to, like, once you've said what you needed to say, um listen to what the other person has to say so take a break from trying to what am I going to say next how am I going to defend myself um and a lot of situations I feel like can be resolved by just listening well Mm -hmm. um a verse that kind of goes along with this is James 119 which says let every person be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God Um, I think just taking a break, sitting down, listening well, and part of listening well is like, like psychological things like, you know, making eye contact with the person, not like being on your phone or like whatever. Like actually like deeply listening and self-reflecting. Yeah. Like when somebody's telling you something, even if you feel as if you have not done anything that they're saying, or even if you feel as if you've done nothing wrong in the situation, um, when the other person is speaking in the conversation, I would encourage you to, like, evaluate what they're saying. Oh, have I been doing this? Yeah. For example, we had a conflict one time, and it was, um, like, we were told that we were coming off as judgmental, and, like, uh, we were just all these different things. It doesn't, that's yeah. a little, like, I don't need to share. Um, and at first we were both so defensive. Yeah, we, we like jumped to like, conclusions no, and we're like, like they're being rude, like yeah. they're just misinterpreting us. And then we both had to just step back and pray and right. breathe and be like, Oh, like, is there any truth to what they're saying? Right. Um, and I think there was a little bit of yeah. truth to what they were saying. And because we stepped back and listened and like intently listened to what they were saying, we were able to resolve that conflict. And I'm not saying that we do it perfect every time. Yeah, definitely um, not. I was just using that situation as an example. Right. But I would also say, like, pray and just really try to have the, like, goal and, like, the intention of your heart going into the conversation and while you're listening to them to be like, I want to understand their perspective. I want to understand what they have to say. And I want to truly see what they're saying, see that the facts they're presenting um versus like with your goal trying to like win the argument and be like oh I want to prove I'm right I want to come out on the other side like as the one who was right as the one who did it the right way right like they're in the wrong I'm gonna go tell everyone they're in the wrong and that's where like humility comes in yeah we have to humble ourselves first before God and then we can humble ourselves before our brothers and sisters yeah um also ask questions like, seek to understand, like we just said, the other person's side. I think a really powerful question that my mom always taught us to ask as kids was, I guess I'm still a kid, <laughs> but my mom always would tell us to ask was, um, did you intend for this to hurt me? Or what did you mean by this? 
Um, and a lot of times the other person, when they're answering, they honestly don't even know. Like they kind of just said it or they kind of were, they were trying to be funny or they were trying to get attention. Um, and a lot of times we think that somebody was trying to be vindictive and we think that somebody was like you said, like they hate you or they're trying to hurt you. But a lot of our conflict is really just misunderstanding. I feel like. Yeah. One thing that my mom always taught, taught me is to like, not when you're like in an argument or like a conflict or just trying to like resolve reconcile with someone Mm -hmm. is to not use the words you always or you never and I feel like a lot of that comes from if we're approaching the conversation when we're like heated because when we're like in heated emotion our brain is like exaggerating Mm -hmm. everything um obviously so someone may have done something small and you're like uh (laughs) (laughs) whatever but like just being careful not to over exaggerate it yeah that's really good um, our next thing is to apologize if needed and just do whatever you can to make peace. Mm-hmm. When this conversation, like, in, like, the ideal conversation, I guess, right. if it goes well, both people will apologize. Because let, let's be honest, in every conflict, like we were talking about earlier, there's always two sides and neither side is typically ever perfect. Right. There's always something that, like, both of you did wrong. Yeah. You know? That's really good. Yeah. Um, apologize if needed. Typically if needed. It's good. Um, uh, number eight, this is our last point, is move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally, it's so simple, but I feel like we we drop the ball with that a lot of times. Definitely. Like, we bring it up later. Yeah. And I feel like we've definitely done that multiple times. Yeah, and just, like, hold it in our hearts, yeah. too. Um, and that goes back to what we said earlier about being passive-aggressive, like, sweeping it under the rug. Like, deal with the, con- have the conversation as much and like however long it takes you might your difficult conversation might not be resolved the first time yeah like some conversations you have to go back to yeah I feel like. it's not going to be like an easy like oh let's just like oh, let's have this I'm little so 10 minute sorry. chat and then like I didn't mean everything's that. fine like words really hurt yeah and just because we apologize doesn't always mean that we, we, like, we can't take away what we said right, or we what can't we take did away what sometimes. We did. Well, never. We can, like, we can never take away what we did or what we said. Um, and, like, and the so impact that has on people. It might take a while for you guys to find reconciliation. Um, but move on. Like, don't keep bringing it up. Yeah. But I feel like it's also important to acknowledge that, like, we can follow all these steps to a T, but the conversation might not necessarily end in a compromise. Yeah. Um, whether it was like you apologizing for something and they never forgave you or somebody else calling something out that you did and you guys never, um, like you're not willing to apologize or like meet their side, um, or even calling out sin and they like resist it and say, no, you're just like a hypocrite. You're being judgmental. Whatever the conversation looks like and whatever it's about, like it might not necessarily end how we pictured it. Yeah. That's good. Like, you could have the healthiest conversation and still reach different conclusions, and that's just, like, the reality of doing life with other people. And, like, we're all human. We're all sinful. We all just have different, like, outlooks on life and different situations. So um, Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Mm And another thing um, that I was going to mention is I feel like at the beginning of this whole process when we were talking about prayer, 
it's really important to like give the whole situation up to God mm-hmm. like before you do anything else because um the other day someone was saying to us like kind of going along with moving on like once you give it to God it's in his hands like you don't need to worry about it anymore mm-hmm. um and even if you guys do approach like a different like yeah conclusion the conversation doesn't end how you anticipated it how you ideally would like it to end that's okay once you give it up to god because then it's in his hands you know another thing is our behavior is not dependent on the behavior of other people yeah um romans 12 14 and 21 is that right did i write that down right yeah oh um, bless those who persecute you, bless those, and do not curse them. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Um, as Christians, we're called to go against the flow of the world, um, so repay evil with good and give them the opposite of what they deserve, because, I mean, we all deserve literally hell, and God gave us grace. Yeah. So we should extend that grace to our brothers and sisters. Um, and a lot of stuff, I feel like we keep saying this, but I forget it too often, is like, a lot of our conflict is not a direct attack towards us. Some of it is, but some of it's not. Yeah. It's just people being sinful people. A lot of it is rooted in misunderstandings on both and sides. And also, like, we act out of what we're going through. Not that that's an excuse for sin. I'm not saying that somebody's sin towards you is justified because they have, like, a hard home life, for example. Right. But we must remember that people are hurting and people act out of hurt. Um which is why it's so important for grace. Yeah. I think that having difficult conversations like with an unbeliever or someone who's not a Christian is really powerful because it shows like it's a reflection of the grace of God and a reflection of I'm going to humble myself and forgive you. And I think that that can be a really powerful thing in someone's life just to show them, because like we were saying, this kind of goes against what the world says. Mm -hmm. Because the world, like we were talking about earlier, is like, oh, they did something that hurt you, drop them. Like, don't talk to them again. Block their number. But we're saying, wait, let's humble ourselves. Let's try and reconcile. Let's try and Mm -hmm. resolve this conflict, um, which goes against the world. But Some relationships will not be reconciled. Yeah. As hard as you try, some relationships and friendships are meant for a season and that's okay Mm -hmm. um but at least we know that we tried yeah at least we know we did the right thing how do you think that your relationships have been different um from those like relationships and friendships where you didn't have difficult conversations where like you didn't speak up if something hurt you or something needed to be said versus now where you do I think that my relationships where I've had difficult conversations feel a lot more secure because I feel like if you're in a friendship or like a relationship where you feel like if something happens like you can't talk it out you can't have a a difficult conversation about it um but once you have and like you will continue to have throughout your relationship but I feel like it just provides security like it's like on the other side of this like we're gonna be okay like a lot of the time um like we were saying it doesn't always get resolved but like it just can make you feel a lot more comfortable. I feel like you can feel like you can be more yourself. Yeah. And not have to worry about, like, oh, like, what if I did something that hurt them? And, like, they're just not telling me about it. Yeah. It's just a lot more, there's a lot more freedom, yeah. I feel like. What about you? That's really good. 
Um, I think the verse that comes to mind is, I don't remember the reference in Proverbs, where it says, as iron sharpens iron, so mm-hmm. one pen sharpens another. We talked about that in our friendship podcast. Yeah. Um, I feel like, and I said it again in that podcast, but if you haven't listened to that podcast, <laughs> so I'll explain it again. Um, when you think about iron sharpening iron, it's, like, super messy, and it's loud, and there's, like, sparks flying everywhere. Um, but it's what the iron needs to become what it was created for. And I think having those difficult yeah. conversations in our friendship specifically has made me a better person and has helped me walk, like, in who God has created me to be. And um, I think it just, like, unlocks, like, the power of the Holy Spirit almost in yeah. our relationships. And also having that, like, sense of nothing is off the table almost. Yeah. As in, like, anything can be said. um, Like, anything can be confronted. Right. So, like, if I did something that hurt you, I know that you would come to me and say something. Yeah. And likewise, I would do the same thing for you. And I feel like that in and of itself has really helped us. Yeah. Um, Because I have had friendships before where it's like, oh I dare not ever say anything if right. somebody offends me like that's my fault if I'm getting my feelings hurt um and eventually those friendships just like diminished because they were built on like Shallow, a foundation yeah. of nothing um yeah yeah I think they've definitely helped me grow too like mainly in humility and stuff another thing I was thinking of too is having like difficult conversations with God yeah um and obviously like Difficult conversations with God are so different um, than difficult conversations with people because people conversations with people are difficult because we're both sinful people. Um, but I'm talking about like difficult conversations of with God, as in like praying difficult prayers. Yeah. Um, have you read the book or done the devotional in the Bible app? Dangerous, dangerous prayers is that what it's called? I think. No. I forget no. the author. It's gonna make me insane now. Um, I did like the devotional in the Bible app, but it was talking about like praying like prayers that kind of scare you a little bit yeah um and prayers that maybe like we would never even think to pray whether it's because we think oh like I dare not ever say that to God and I'm not saying in like a disrespectful way but for example saying God I'm actually having a really hard time believing this like I know your word says this but I just don't believe this right now or um I think it just like having difficult conversations with God in my life looks like just, like, being so honest with him. Yeah. And I think that that takes me into, like, a deeper level of intimacy with him. Um, and that's just something, like, really beautiful, I feel like, that I've been seeing myself grow in lately and learn. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, we always hear, and this is 100% true, like, that God's plan is the best, that he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's okay to be, like, God, I do not understand what you're doing. Right. From my perspective, I don't like it. And, like, that can feel... Like, we kind of talked about this in our... We were just finishing all the episodes today, but in our <laughs> um, Becoming Best Friends with Jesus episode, we kind of used the example of David, David and how he, like, poured out his heart to God um, when he didn't understand what God was doing. In all these difficult moments of his life, mm-hmm. he would reach out to God and, you know, pray the big prayers. And that's something that I'm learning lately too is that like you can pray for everything on your heart Mm -hmm. like desires that you have everything right and no one's relationship with god is perfect 
And sometimes, especially with social media, there's a lot of pressure to, like, make it seem like that. Yeah. Like, we have it all together. But we're not fooling God. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, I don't understand why we wouldn't just be honest with him, because he knows anyway. And just, like, laying it all down at his feet. Like, for example, God, I know your word says, like, I've never left or forsaken by you. But I feel left and I feel forsaken by you. Mm -hmm. Or your word says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but I don't feel fearfully and wonderfully made. I actually don't like anything about myself or I don't, you know, whatever it looks like. Um, I think that it's really powerful to recognize our lack. Yeah. Because it points us to our need for Jesus. Yeah, that's very true. I feel like sometimes, like, sometimes I will feel almost guilty when, like, I know something is or isn't true like I know I'm believing a lie about myself but I still feel that way and so I can feel guilty bringing it to God because I'm like I already know the answer like I already know this isn't true I already know where my identity is but it is so important Mm -hmm. to bring that to God it's so powerful and it works in our hearts like we were kind of talking about Mm -hmm. earlier that concludes our episode we don't have a challenge this week um but we do just encourage you guys to like Maybe think throughout this week, like, a difficult conversation that you feel like you've been needing to have mm-hmm. or something um, and try to pray about that and approach that Step back in a healthy way. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed and we really pray that this um, encouraged you in some way. Yeah. I think anyway. that, that conversation just encouraged me. Me too. I feel encouraged. And <laughs> I feel encouraged. <laughs> um, I also just wanted to say it means the world when you guys listen to our podcast. Yeah. Like, share it on social media. Yeah. Um, tag us. <laughs> so we sound we'll like such share. influencers. Yeah. But yeah, we really do love you guys. If oh our my gosh, podcast. Tell them about your exciting thing. You should have mentioned this in the life updates. What is it? Your ambassadorship. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am like a little ambassador for this little clothing brand. So I'm really excited. It's like a, it's like kind of over the summer, but I'm really excited for it. You're also an ambassador, right? For He Would Love First? No, they, I applied, but they never emailed me back. Oh, okay. They Sorry. literally know when I signed up, like it said that it would email, that they would email me within the same day. And I never found you back. Yeah. So maybe Catherine Schultes, if you're listening to this. Cat <laughs> Schultes Kat on Instagram. Can I please? being ambassador i love yes. you guys just clothes honestly while we're at it hey live original <laughs> no, <laughs> can i please be can oh i be one of the gosh. people on I your app i have always like wanted to like that'd be so cool to work for Sarah Robertson. yeah no same I love her. we've talked about it before but the Ello sister app is one of our favorite love, things love. ever um i have it for free but <laughs> you know it's subject i have it for free <laughs> But it's really cool. We're going to potentially, like, do, like, our favorites episode. Um, Go into depth on that. And we are also thinking of maybe doing an advice episode. Once people start responding to our Instagram stories. Give us questions that you guys would want us to answer. Yeah. Um, And we could do an episode on that. That'd be so Yeah. I do feel like it's hard right now because our audience is mainly people we know. And so I feel like some of them would feel awkward, like, asking us for advice on something if, like, we know them. But, um... Send us an anonymous email. Yeah, do it. <laughs> um, I don't even, we don't even have an email link to literally our accounts. That's yeah, no, we don't. We should probably do that. But yeah. um, I was going to say, if our episode impacts 
one person, then mm-hmm. I feel like we will both, yeah, we will both feel very grateful. But that's it. Bye, guys. We Bye, love you. Have, have the best week of your, week of your week. life. Two weeks, right? We'll oh, yeah. See you guys in two weeks. Bye.